Hey guys, welcome to Break of the Apex. It's my first gig. Graham has stopped being micromanaging, not being <laughs> iffy about things, and he's letting me roll with stuff at the moment, which is quite cool. Um, as you know, I'm BT, we have Graham, and we have Dirk, a little junior there, it was his birthday yesterday. We kind of saw his girlfriend earlier today as well, <laughs> nice pretty lady. Um, but Thank yeah, you. welcome guys. Welcome to the first um, Japanese Grand Prix recap. Um, so the reason why we're doing this for our viewers there is that we are doing a segment or a conversation where we talk about last year's race and we mix it up with some betting odds, how what's going to happen in the race and stuff like that. So let me see um, who I can start with. Mini, 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 mo. Okay, uh, Doug, uh, I have a question for you. Um, Go for it. You know, Japanese Grand Prix last year was quite devastating weather. Yes. And everyone was flying around the circuit. Our people crashed, including Sainz, mm -hmm. number one driver, Ferrari. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so um, what, 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 do, what do you think is going to happen this weekend, like in terms of um, your predictions, how, how the weekend's going to go? And, and, and I'm saying this judging from last year's race, of course, and you can look at Singapore, how things went on um, in that particular race. Um, oof, okay. I honestly think Red Bull is going to be by far the stronger team. We know their car suits the Suzuka circuit. Um, Weather-wise, obviously, um, I would like a bit of rain, but not monsoon conditions like we had last year, because even though the race was entertaining, it was way too short, in my opinion. And one thing that, it's not really a prediction, but it's something that I'm looking forward to a lot, is the passionate Japanese fans. B besides um, Silverton and, and uh, Monza, yeah. there is no more like adamant, passionate fans than the Japanese fans. And it's always so cool to see where their funky F1 style, like yeah, literally an F1 car on their head, or they've got this massive flag that literally flies around and they do crazy stuff. And it's always so nice to see. Um, so yeah, that's honestly what, what, what I'm looking forward to and predicting for the weekend. Okay, cool. Graham, you can lie to us again. Lie to you Go about ahead. what? Go um, ahead, Graham. <laughs> I actually forgot to press record, so you're going to have to do that intro over again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. You said I must lie to you, so I lied to you. <laughs> Oh, All right. Okay. Cool, guys. So, look, my my yeah. That's a good one. This guy's this guy's heart dropped, eh? Because that was a solid intro for his first time. It was a solid intro for his first time, and your heart absolutely dropped. I could see your heart sinking at the moment. Anyways, guys, let's get back into it. Um. Okay. So, my thoughts and predictions. So, first of all. I'm just wondering if Gasly's finally going to hit that uh, tractor he's been trying to hit uh, in Japan every year. Um, and uh, <laughs> wow. I don't know if you remember, but uh, yo, that tractor vibe. Remember, remember he complained about the tractor, but he was going like 300 kilometers an hour past it in, in a red flag yeah. zone. So uh -huh. I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Um, no rain for this year uh, sounds a little bit dull because it just seems like japan is always that race that is 
exciting because of the rain but then again monsoon weather is also not exciting because we all know that if uh, if the wet uh, if the wet weather uh, tires come out to play there's absolutely no racing so um sometimes a little bit of rain is nice but not too much um as dirk said as well uh so my thoughts are uh, what am i looking forward to um i'm i'm just looking forward to the quick racing japan is is a really really nice circuit um uh, yeah. I, I really it's generally provides good racing um we, we've got uh, swooping swooping corners we've got uh, 130r or whatever they call it now um they've got uh, you know they've, they've got all the characteristics of a, of a good uh, a good race so i'm just interested to see um i'm just looking forward to seeing a really good fast race um and introduce interested oh my goodness gracious me interested <laughs> i'm interested to see uh if mclaren can keep up uh the, the the good performances that they've been putting in uh we all know red bull will be back so there's no worry about that and it's always nice for me to have red bull and mclaren both in you know closer to the front um prediction wise um i, I was also actually going to make the prediction that that there's going to be a lot of really funky hats but seeing as dirk already brought that up i'm trying to think of something on the spot but it's it's not coming so uh i'm just going to predict that it's going to be an epic race and it's going to be let's it, I, i'm going to predict it's going to be another sort of nine out of ten race um so that's my prediction Ooh, okay. i mean well both of your predictions are on point um Mainly my concern is that it's raining on Friday, so is there a point of the drivers actually having a session that day? Because the rest of the season, the rest of the season, the rest of the, the race, the rest of the race is dry. So you're telling me are we gonna have FP1 and FP2 on inters? Yeah. And what are they gonna learn on that particular day? Then on Saturday again, you'll go back to I think your hards and your, your mediums. So that particular yeah. Friday will be wasted, basically, because I, I don't think learning, mm -hmm. so they would learn something about the track or about the car on that Friday. It will only start on FP3. But uh, you've got to... For them to be able to win the, do yeah. their qualifying simulation, the race pace simulation and stuff like that. So how do you guys feel about that? Like, I think... Do you think running on Friday is... Yeah. Not, a, not saying it's a must... But do you think the teams are hoping that the rain is so heavy that a red flag will come out and they will have not have to go yeah. out? Or instead of having light rain, where they will have to do some running on Friday? So, uh, can, can I just point out something? You know, when we did our, spe when we did our special, um, uh, uh, Dirk was so uh, in love with, with how BMW used to be in the sport. And all 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 uh podcasts when we did our race review all podcasts long he was sitting in such a way where we can clearly see that bmw chuppy thing on his arm <laughs> and it's almost like he's really I'm he's sorry. really I'm trying like putting on my chair he's stuff. really trying to let us know that he really loves bmw like and he really just wants them back in the sport so bmw <laughs> if any of you are watching because i'm sure one of you are watching um please just try and get involved in f1 so that we can just give this boy something to to smile Sorry, about man. please man <laughs> um anyways um to answer your your question bt i think we've got we've got to also understand that that the the, the drivers also need to get used to the track layout and and just you know they, they've also got to get used to um the 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 possibility because 
Japan is worse than Cape Town, man. Cape Town, you know, we call Cape Town four seasons in a day. Um, and there's a reason for that. And Japan is worse than Cape Town, man. Like, they're, they're in, in, in Suzuka. Um, it, it might say it's partly cloudy and sunny, but you, you never know if that rain will just randomly come. And also, considering there's still a week to go, um, you never know if the weatherman was talking nonsense to you either, because that, that rain could come on Sunday. Um, so we've got to just keep that in mind. I think Kimi, Kimi said it once before. Um it's actually the racing is always better when the practice is minimal so to have to yeah. have one to ha to only have one practice session before qualifying and then straight into the race it might just keep it interesting and i have just predicted we're going to have another nine out of ten race so um i mean it's looking good for my prediction let's put it that way um so yeah that's that's good anything you want to say for me personally, I am on the on, on, on the train that less practice makes the actual racing of the weekend better. I mean, look at every single sprint race weekend we've had this season. It might not have been an absolute 10 out of 10 banner, banger like, like 2021's. Uh, I had so many races. But because there's minimal practice, there's more uncertainty. So maybe the, the main is not as good, but at least the sprint is incredibly action-packed. So for me personally... I think the drivers will still, obviously, they will go out to practice. And I think as a fan, you would you still want to see those cars if you paid for a ticket. Even if it's raining, yeah. you still want to see those cars because if one tickets are stupid expensive. But um, I think, the, the, the like Graham said, the drivers will literally just use, the drivers and the teams will use the wet running. If, if it is going to be dry and sunny on Saturday and Sunday, they're going to use the Friday running to literally acclimatize to the track, the track layout. And maybe if, because... You never know what happens like within the year at that track. Maybe there's some aspect of the track that's slightly changed. You know, I mean, just one single new curb can make a difference in a, in a single driver's race. So they'll use the wet weather running to acclimatize to everything there. And then we're going to see what happens on the rest of the weekend. If I can, Ooh, if I, mean, I can just, side. if if I can yeah. just say, ahead, if I if I can just say, if FIA can please just get it right for once at Japan. If there's an accident to please just leave the I, I, I almost said i almost said tractor because that's what they call it but it's actually a crane we've had this conversation before it's not a tractor it's a crane but can they please just leave the crane behind the barrier and just do it properly just for once can they please just get it right i honestly don't know why i'm holding a peg in my hand i do apologize but please fia mm -hmm. please that's all. That's all. VT, sorry, you can carry on. I apologize. FIA, you heard Grant, please. Um, basically, lastly, on my side, in terms of predictions for the race, um, I'm looking forward on how Ferrari is going to be in that particular race. I think Ferrari's, Ferrari's pace and how the car is, it's very tricky and it's a myth. It's the first time that I don't know... Which Ferrari car we're gonna get in a particular circuit? So after this win now in, in, in Singapore, and after the incredible performance in Monza, surely now, as a Ferrari fan, we're more interested now in how the car is gonna look in Suzuka. And True. if if we if we do have similar performance, we don't have to be the fastest um, or the second fastest, but we have a similar performance. 
That means we're getting somewhere. That means the car is consistently yeah. there. And, and we, may, we never know, we might see another fight between Leclerc and, and, and Sainz again. That just might happen. Yeah. It might happen. The same fight that we saw in, in, in Monza. So my predictions is I'm, I'm very excited to see how Ferrari is going to look, how McLaren is going to look, um, and, and, and hopefully how, how uh, Williams is going to look as well. I mean, Williams, high-speed circuits are quite good. So I'm looking uh, to yeah. see what Alpine does with that car in that particular track, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to wanna add? I don't know about Williams too much. I think the Suzuka still has like it is a fast track, but it's still very, yeah. it's still very windy. Um, you know, I I think the Williams are generally really good when there's a lot of straights or or or, or like, you know, in Monza for example, it's it's one long straight with a couple left turns. They might as well just call it a NASCAR ring kind of. Thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, it's um. I don't know if Williams will really pull anything too hard, but it's Albon to be fair. And let's be honest, that guy is also pulling out things out of the bag this year. Um, so who knows? But um, I'm I'm very interested for Ferrari. Very interested for McLaren. Um, I, no, no offense to you, Ferrari fans, but I I do have a feeling it's not going to work out particularly well for you guys at Suzuka. Not not because I'm being funny, but but because. Uh, I have a I have a feeling that the track's not going to suit that car. I'm just I'm trying to think back at some of the tracks, uh, some of the the winding tracks, uh, the tracks with a lot of long turns and windy turns, and um, I, I'm not really certain. I'm not really sure it will suit the car too well. Um, I will say, um, I think it will suit McLaren. It's obviously going to suit Red Bull. There's no doubt about that um so yeah i'm 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 expecting i'm expecting big things from mclaren um and i'm i mean I, I don't even need to say that i'm expecting anything from red bull because let's just be honest nobody's expecting anything other than for them to win to be really honest uh but i'm spe i'm expecting big things from mclaren um aston martin i'm not sure i want to comment on right now i i, I don't really know where they stand um yes they had a bad weekend at singapore but but naturally they they're still a good team they still have a good car so i wouldn't be surprised if alonso put that car on the podium as well um so we see i'm i'm just i'm I'm very interested i'm very interested to see what happens um it's it's quite funny a lot of uh, people say this all the time this year and as much as it's a stupid thing to say it is the truth um this year would be really exciting if red bull weren't in the fight you know what i mean if they weren't here and um and it's going to be really yeah and what i find really interesting is that i'm so much as a red bull fan i'm so much more interested at how the other teams sort of out develop each other and how it unfolds they're so close to each other one upgrade changed the whole picking order so mm-hmm. i'm interested race by race i'm i'm more interested to see how that picking order changes for the next race um, so, and obviously we can't just, we can't count out, um, Mercedes either. So that's, that's, yeah, that's me. Uh, that's all I have to add. Uh, Dirk, I don't know if you've got anything you want to. Um, my adding is going to be quick. 
I'm curious to see the comparison between Ferrari and Mercedes again, especially considering how close they were in Singapore. In Singapore, but when you look back at Monza, Ferrari was definitely the quicker car. Yeah. And to reiterate what BT said, we've literally had Ferrari be good at two completely different tracks now. Monza, a straight line, uh, well, a top speed temple, and Singapore, a high downforce circuit that very much mimics Monaco. Maybe, even though these windy tracks have not been the best so far this year, maybe Ferrari have finally found that loophole that they've been looking for within that yeah. car. We don't know. And then I want to see what happens in comparison between Ferrari and Mercedes because the, most of the season so far, those two teams have been extremely close together. Yeah. And then one thing that um, I'm not adding it as a prediction on our whole predictions full podcast, but uh, Graham, I think Logan Sargent's going to get points this weekend. This guy's trying to wind. I think Logan is going to get his first F1 This guy's, this this guy's trying to wind me up, honestly. I don't know what you're doing. I like Dirk. I like it. I like it. Uh, you're just trying to I wind like me it. up. But hey, listen, if he scored points, I wouldn't be upset. Look, at it's. I don't, I'm not wishing anything better than the guy, man. I'm not saying that he's, you know, but I'm just saying that he's not done anything spectacular really but i mean the thing is he's the only driver not to score points really well besides the freeze but he's not a driver anymore um and ricardo but he's not racing so um yeah uh maybe 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 not i i, I just i don't know if i don't know if i i don't know if that uh, car is going to uh suit uh williams go for it bt I mean, you never know. Seeing that Dirk has created a sports betting market for us, Graham, go ahead <laughs> what with the sports odds and see what is the odds for what is the odds for a uh, sergeant to score his first points? Um, the, that the, is the funny thing is that, that it's so unlikely to happen they don't even have a market for it. <laughs> but um if it happens i'm literally on the next podcast gonna be pointing and laughing at you like this fair enough fair <laughs> enough i'll take it and i'll take it like a king man um i've got to say for those of you who do like a bit of a punt um if that is if that is a bet you would like to place just phone up whatever bookie you deal with um sometimes they if you don't know this, some some bookies do give you spe uh, special odds and special markets, so they can so sometimes create yep. that market for you. Um, so if that is a punt you want to say, Sergeant's going to get his first points, they can put out um, very unfavorable odds because it's obviously not very favorable that that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, cool. So uh, look for the Japanese Grand Prix race winner, which is just your outright winner. Um, it's quite straightforward. Obviously, you've got Max at, at 1 to 3, uh, Sergio at 12 to 1, uh, Lando at 16 to 1, and Sainz at 20 to 1. Now, if you don't know what, if you don't know how fractions wow. work, uh, fractions in decimals, it's that's exactly how it is. 1 divided by 3 plus a stake. So, um, 1 to 3 is 1.33, uh, 12 to 1 is 12 to 1. That's it's 13, basically. Um, uh, 16 to 1 is 17, obviously, and Carlos Sainz 20 to 1 is 21. Now, I'm a I'm a punter that likes to punt for value. Uh, I don't punt for who I think is going to win. I punt for who I think has the possibility of winning. Um, 
And funny enough, guys, I literally had this conversation on the week. I'm holding this peg again. I don't know what's going on. Anyways, uh, I feel like maybe I must go hang myself. Oh, sorry. Maybe I shouldn't say that either. Um, <laughs> uh, I had this conversation on the weekend where I said to somebody, if you punted against Max every race this week, ach, this year, you will come out at the end of the year in a profit. I said the gamble is obviously that Max wins everything and that you don't. But how likely is it that Max wins everything? It's not very likely. No matter what you think, no matter how good they are, it's not very likely. This weekend proved that, right? If you had bet on Carlos Sainz this weekend before qualifying, before the race weekend started, you would have probably got an odds of, say, 25 to 1. If you if you bet a yeah. hundred bucks on twenty five to one every race, you would have ended up in a profit at the end of the year. Because you would have spent twenty there's twenty three races or twenty two races this year because of the cancelled races, right? So you would have spent hundred mm -hmm. a race would end up being two thousand three hundred, but twenty five to one you would have ended up just this one race win you would have got, gotten two thousand five hundred, which means you two hundred in the profit over the year. So. The point is, is that I it doesn't always work. You're not always going to make a profit. I've got to put that as a disclaimer. But I like to bet for profit. And because I like to bet for profit, uh, sorry, I, I like to bet for value, not for profit. I like to bet for value. Uh, and because I like to bet for value, I'm never going to put money on max. That's just pointless to risk 100 bucks to make 33 bucks. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, instead, I'd rather risk, say, a 12 to 1 on Sergio. Sergio has seemed to be finding himself in that car. He's due a good result. He's due a win. At 12 to 1, I think that's a solid bet. Um, the car is still superior on those tracks. Um, so my, my tip for the weekend is going to be for Sergio Perez at 12 to 1. Um, is it going to happen? Probably not. Can it happen? Most definitely it can. And if you're willing to risk a hundred bucks to win a thousand three hundred, it's very worth it to me. Um, yeah, that's what I have for the outright market. I don't know if there's anything specific you guys want me to to put out. Uh, any any markets that you guys think I should cover? Uh, qualifying, points finishes, fastest qualifier. Yes, this is a nice one. Um, a winning margin is usually a nice one as well. Um, winning margin over 12 seconds, under 6 seconds, between 6 and 12 seconds. Um, over over 12 seconds is at even money. Uh, under 6 seconds is at 15 to 8. And, uh, and between 6 and 12 is 11 to 4. So that's... Even money and then 2.88 and 3.75. Um, I I think it's too easy to say over 12 seconds. I think they are banking on the fact that Max generally by on average yeah, on average runs away with it. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of like the uh, 6 to 12 second one. Uh, the reason why is because let's consider the let's consider the what do you call it um the different prospects of what's happened over the season 
uh red bull and again guys i could be way off here um red bull could win by 40 seconds max could win by 40 seconds or Perez could win by 40 seconds but again i'm going for that value factor and if you consider the idea of red bull probably stopped development on their car because it's not necessary for them to continue they've probably started with next year um their car isn't going to get any faster which means some of the teams might catch up there might may be things that happen in the race that could go against red bull we've seen that that does actually happen we saw it this weekend um at 3.75 6 to 12 seconds that's not a bad bet either um 100 bucks to win 375 uh i think that's not a bad bet so i'm gonna go if you want to bet on the winning margin i'm gonna go between 6 and 12 seconds at 3.75 um that's that's a good one for me now i'm not about giving bankers uh but if you want a banker you bet on max um to win if you want a banker you bet on red bull to win qualifying sessions uh if you want a banker you can go with the market uh constructors championship winner red bull uh no point in betting on that market because your odds are 1.2 i mean yeah uh, it's it is going to happen if you want a banker but you're going to have to put on a million to win 20k basically so i mean no. unless you have a million lying around and you really want to I and mean, if you've got a million lying around i don't think you need 20k to be really honest um <laughs> <laughs> but uh they've got it they've got a market uh driver championship without max verstappen so that's an interesting one so what i'm going to do here is i'm going to ask one of you two um if you had to bet on driver's championship winner without max meaning basically whoever comes second um sergio is obviously the favorite because he's in a rocket ship uh his odds are literally 1.12 um which is highly favorable uh I, I assume you guys are taking that one right i'll take lewis at 7.5 i was also like nah lewis i'm going with I'll lewis take, i'll take lewis for the rest of the season yeah okay so lewis is at 7.5 guys so what we're gonna do is i'm gonna keep a note of this and at the end of the season we're gonna see what's happened if 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 sergio perez has completely bottled this which is very likely <laughs> <laughs> then uh you guys could be in with the money um but that's all from our side guys um that's all the tips i've got today uh again i'm gonna say don't look for the bankers look for value um i think you in the long run will make more money looking for value than bankers but i'm not a professional uh i'm not i'm i am a i am just a a, a lovely citizen that's just trying to give you a nice tip on the f1 okay trying to make you a little bit of money that's all i'm trying to do really so um if you don't win please don't aim it at me please don't come for my family i really I, take it at your own risk that's all i'm saying that's me guys i don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about add i mean dirk you got it i mean i'm all good all good yeah, i've already made my, my prediction to, to to raise grand blood pressure so i'm good oh, so so 
I, I hope you got some pointers from Graham there because me and Graham mm -hmm. know sports betting and I could see your face at mm -hmm. some point. I was quite confused. It looked like Graham yeah, was like, another language. It was coming, but it's interesting. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks, Grant. That was that was awesome. Um, so, for those guys want to say uh, before yeah. we end. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm not going to say who the company is, but myself and BT do work in the betting industry. Um, uh, sports. I mean, we've worked with sports betting specifically. I mean, I have a, a lot as well, um, and uh, that's just sort of like our background. And no, I don't have any inside information. Please don't ask. I'm not dodgy <laughs> like that. I'm not willing to get in I'm not willing to get in trouble either so please don't bother no. asking uh but we do work in the industry and um hence hence why we thought it would be a nice thing to give tips um it is only going to be tips so please guys it's at your own risk please gamble responsibly I'm holding this peg again I don't know what is going on um <laughs> But uh, yeah, responsible. Resp uh, 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 please bet responsibly, and um, if you do bet, it's at your own risk. So please don't come for us. Um, anyways, that's it from me. I don't have anything else to add. Dirk, I'm all good. All good. Well, this the, num the, the, num the numbers confused, Dirk. You just want to sleep now. You can see he's tired. <laughs> he's tired. <laughs> Cool. Dirk, I'll let anyway, you know tomorrow, but... Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys, to our first recap for the Japanese Grand Prix. we see you guys on, on the Japanese race review next week. 100%. Looking forward to speaking to you guys and guys watching this first episode. We appreciate it for your time as well. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget when you guys win from Graham's um, betting tips, we will have our account numbers at the bottom of the episode please do send us some money we do have women in our lives we would like to take them out to nice dinners and nice uh, to the movies and stuff so please do not forget but anyway cheers from me my first gig the first time i'm hosting it was easy peasy it was nice it was fresh i'm about to say something in Kosa now zanbona i'll see you guys cheers cheers guys thank you so bye much guys. cheers bye